1: Welcome to Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast, where you'll find behind the scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. If you'd like to get an email once a week with what sleep stories we're coming out with that week, along with any snoozecast news, subscribe to the newsletter at snoozcast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Flowers of Speech. Tonight, we'll read the opening to Washington Square, written by Henry James and published in 1880. The novel recounts the conflict between a dull but sweet daughter and her brilliant, unemotional father. The plot of the novel is based upon a true story told to James by his close friend, a British actress. The book is often compared with Jane Austen's work, who of course wrote Pride and Prejudice, for the clarity and grace of its prose and its intense focus on family relationships. This is the second time Henry James is featured on Snoozecast. You can find The Turn of the Screw back in October, 2019. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. a few deep breaths. During a portion of the first half of the present century, and more particularly during the latter part of it, there flourished and practiced in the city of New York, a physician who enjoyed perhaps an exceptional share of the consideration which, in the United States, has always been bestowed upon distinguished members of the medical profession. This profession in America has constantly been held in honor, and more successfully than elsewhere, has put forward a claim to the epithet of liberal in a country in which to play a social part you must either earn your income or make believe that you earn it the healing art has appeared in a high degree to combine two recognized sources of credit it belongs to the realm of the practical in the United States is a great recommendation and it is touched by the light of science a merit appreciated in a community in which the love of knowledge has not always been accompanied by leisure and opportunity it was an element in Dr. Sloper's reputation that his learning and his skill were very evenly balanced. He was what you might call a scholarly doctor, and yet there was nothing abstract in his remedies. He always ordered you to take something. Though he was felt to be extremely thorough, he was not uncomfortably theoretic. And if he sometimes explained matters rather more minutely than might seem of use to the patient he never went so far like some practitioners one has heard of as to trust to the explanation alone but always left behind him an inscrutable prescription there were some doctors that left the prescription without offering any explanation at all, and he did not belong to that class either, which was, after all, the most vulgar. It will be seen that I am describing a clever man, and this is really the reason why Dr. Sloper had become a local celebrity. At the time at which we are chiefly concerned with him he was some 50 years of age and his popularity was at its height he was very witty and he passed in the best society of New York for a man of the world which indeed he was in a very sufficient degree I hasten to add to anticipate possible misconception that he was not the least of a charlatan he was a thoroughly honest man